Hey, this is ZZ for my latest sponsor, ExpressVPN. You know, Netflix has different content available to users depending on where they're located. Netflix has thousands of shows, but you can only get access to a fraction of that because of where you are. If you're utilizing Netflix without using ExpressVPN, it's like paying for a gym membership, but only being able to use the treadmill. So how does this work? ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want Netflix to think you're located. They have almost 100 different server locations so you can gain access to thousands of new shows. I'm talking like Star Trek, the original series on UK Netflix, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Canadian Netflix, Rick and Morty on French Netflix, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on Indian Netflix, the Harry Potter movie series on Australian Netflix, the list goes on and on. In the easy household, we utilize ExpressVPN and we've unlocked so much content that my family and myself can enjoy. But then you might be like, Eric, we can use other VPNs. No, 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 no. Listen, blazing fast speeds, stream in HD with zero buffering, compatible with all of your devices, phones, laptops, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, and it encrypts your data. ExpressVPN has the added benefit of encrypting your data so you can browse the web securely. Look, be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com Zane. Don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash Zane to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. St. Joe Podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Hello to you all. Boy, the weirdest damn thing just happened to me has me mildly concerned. You can tell by the way I'm talking. I was uh, sitting here preparing the show, like I always do. And all of a sudden, um, I felt like my blood pressure drop. And, uh, uh, it's similar to when like, um, maybe you're, uh, kneeling down or bent over and you suddenly get up and then you feel, Oh boy, all dizzy and woozy. It was like that, except, uh, I was just sitting here uh, doing nothing. And, um, I could feel like, uh, this is going to sound crazy. Like, um, something was going on in my chest, like, uh, around my heart area. Now, this might all be uh, discussed in an hour to the EMTs. But uh, so I, I feel this pressure in my chest. I feel my blood pressure drop. I almost pass out. I got tunnel vision. I'm like, and I, I could almost like shortness of breath. And uh, then it all kind of regulates. It all comes back to normal. But I'm sitting around going, what the fuck just happened? And uh, then, well, even up to now, after that, I'm feeling like this peculiar feeling in my chest. <laughs> Corey says, Eric calls 911 live. Take note of the time this time. <laughs> Chris says, sounds like a fib. Get that shit checked out. Panic attack could be. Yeah, that was fucking weird, man. You know, what's interesting is um, ever since I was uh, in high school, there there have been periods of time um, where 
all of a sudden my heart rate doubles. Like if it, I don't know if it's exactly double, but I've, I've, I've like uh, taken my pulse when my heart starts rapidly beating some type of tachycardia. And, uh, it, it clocks in at like 220, 230 beats a minute, which is way not normal. And, uh, it hasn't happened in a long time, but it, it used to happen, uh, uh, all the time when I was doing all that triathlon shit. And when I was really young and when I was in high school across country, I don't know what it was, man. It was really strange. And then it would actually, I could feel my chest, my heart beating through my chest. And, um, then as quickly as it started, it would just stop doing that and then drop down to normal sinus rhythm. And then, um, it would instantly be like, Oh God, just this relief is really strange. I don't know, man. Nate, you guys are funny today. Nate writes, walking backwards on a treadmill should fix it, you asshole. Uh, Ryan says, oh, you're fine. It's just a mini stroke. But I can still feel it, like, right now. So I went in and I said, hey, uh, you know, talk to the queen of the forest. And uh, I told her what's up. And uh, she's like, oh, do you feel okay right now? I go, kinda not exactly i don't feel that great oh my god yeah i've i've felt better i'm not gonna lie to you uh i don't i don't feel quite there right now you know i'm a little bit out of sorts i you know being doing what we we do every day here what i do every day here um you get used to a certain type of uh, feeling, and I, I do not feel sharp. I feel foggy as hell. I'm going to try to power through, though. Queen of the Forest is well aware of this. She'll be checking on me. Uh, but if anything happens, I'm not even kidding. Uh, text her, because, you know, can you imagine if I if I do have a grabber right here on the thing? Talk about an easy way to uh, make a name for yourself. Ryan says it's not com- uh, coming across that way at all. You're doing great. If I suddenly like my face drooped. <laughs> okay. I want to let you know that this week, Stu McAllister and I are going to record uh, the first ever edition of Who Are These Ottawa County Fascists? I have pulled all of my clips from the last Ottawa County Commission meeting, and Stu and I will be reviewing it. Oh, my God. Now, um, that is going to replace Who Are These Zanes this week. I have done Who Are These Zanes every week for, you know, 30-plus weeks, but uh, I, I have, um, I'm going to, um, that is going to be on a different week. We will focus on uh, who are these Ottawa County fascists this week? So typically the way we're going to settle in is on a given week, you'll have um, the weekly shows of the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. And then either who are these Justins? Who are these free beers? Who are these Zanes? And it'll rotate. It'll rotate. I'm also working on a brand new show. Um, I'm teaming up with Carl from who are these podcasts for a, uh, a weekly show. And I don't even know if I'm, uh, 
supposed to even mention this. But Carl has a brand new show that he's uh, creating called Who Are These Broadcasters? And it's simply just reviewing audio and video from anywhere in the world, um, newscasters, radio people, television people, doesn't matter. And uh, that is going to start in a couple of weeks here. We're going to debut a little uh, uh, teaser of it on the this Saturday's Who Are These Podcasts. And uh, it will be Eric Zane and a dude by the name of Christian Blatt, who's very funny, and Carl. And then eventually Carl's going to only make appearances once in a while. It'll be Christian and myself. Um, and so that will be starting. So a, a lot of my time is spent doing all these, who are these shows and, uh, but only who are these broadcasters will be officially under the, uh, umbrella of who are these podcasts? The other ones I made up, who are these free beers? Who are these Zanes? Who are these Justins? Which by the way, I had a long conversation yesterday with a guy that Justin likes to uh, name as or describe as uh, Deep Voice Troy or something like that. And that is my uh, longtime pal, uh, Troy Hansen. All right. And Troy is an absolute saint. I love that guy. He's helped me a lot in my career. And um, let me just tell you that all of the Justin... I love you. Positivity is an absolute crock of shit from what I heard about Justin. And I can't really break down the ins and outs. That's Troy's story to tell about what happened um, over there. But just know this. Justin is a fucking psycho. What an asshole. Uh, Don't you believe for one second that this son of a bitch is all happy-go-lucky and, oh, my God, the shit I heard about him, motherfucker. God damn it. Fuck me. All right, hang on. I got to drink this. This might be my last cup of coffee. Ryan is describing what I'm going through as a heavy bertation. Yeah, I, that felt weird to me, man. I, it, I'm telling you. Cole writes, if he does have a heart attack, a heart attack, it'll go viral and probably be cringe of the week on uh, who are these podcasts? Um, speaking of who are these podcasts, like I indicated uh, Saturday, I'll be recording with uh, Carl uh, for it to make its debut on uh, Sunday's release of who are these podcasts. And then, of course, the um, live show. If you want to see me on stage live at the Magic Bag in um, Detroit. Uh, Actually, I think it's Royal Oak or Ferndale, Michigan. All Detroit. It's whatever. It's the west side, east side. Who knows? Uh, That is the 15th of September. In Detroit, I know a few of you are like, "Hey, I might, I might actually go to that." Let me know if you're going. Um, if you want tickets, uh, go to watplive.com. There you go. This is where you go. Uh, let's see, thirty bucks, and uh, tickets are still available. The Magic Bag, twenty two nine twenty two two nine two zero Woodward Avenue, Ferndale, Michigan. 
uh, where these podcasts come back to Detroit to team up once again with Drew Lane, Mark Fellhauer, Brandon, and Eric Zane. Live pod- podcasts will also feature regulars like producer Chris, trucker Andy, Vinny Paulino, and Jen from the Jingles Department. Last time, last year was the first time WATP visited Detroit for a live show and it sold out the magic bag. So the show is heading back to Ferndale, a town they consider their home away from home. All right. So there you go. And uh, make a trip over there and hang out with your old pal, Easy. Uh, Okay. I have something to talk to you about on the Patreon that is like, I can't talk about it here. Okay. I promised um, my daughter, Jacqueline, that I would not talk about it here. It has sensitive info on it. And she, even that, she didn't want me to talk about it on there. I go, well, uh, tough shit. I, I, I don't care. One way or another, it has to be spoken of. And, you know, uh, there's 220 people that uh, subscribe to the Patreon. Now, this isn't anything that's uh, like a personal story or a special moment like that where it's serious. It's, uh, it's ridiculous, but if I talk about it, uh, people that we don't want to hear about it, will hear about it and we don't want them to hear about it. This is kind of like spilling tea again, easy tea spilling, but, um, not so much drama, like who cheated on who shit like that. Just a fucking horrible scenario that I wanted to beat somebody's ass. That was at my house. I'll get to that coming up in the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. It's free. Sign up for free for seven days. You do have to put a payment form in there. Uh, if you don't, if you just want to see the bit or see something or check it out or free trial it, uh, do that. Sign up for seven days. Cancel it before the seven days or else it'll charge you. But uh, more times than not, people sign up and... Uh, I win them over because they like the content. The idea here is just put out as much content that is quality as possible. And um, then they will continue to come back. I feel with all the stuff that we have on Patreon, it's well worth it. If not, it's uh, I mean, if, if you do, it's five or 10 bucks a month. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited about who are these Ottawa County fascists. The people uh, at those meetings are, are, are just batshit crazy. And, Oh my God. Uh, there's several different storylines that, um, that take place. And one of the things you'll notice is uh, the normal people who aren't retarded are um, uh, outnumbered. So all the wackos, the Ottawa County fascists, not only do they speak, but they're there in the audience. And so when normal people, like you and I gets up there and says, uh, well, this is nonsense or whatever it is that you're doing here. Um, various people will chirp in, in the, in the peanut gallery and make comments and snide remarks and stuff like that. Whereas when they're on there, uh, the fascist, no one says anything because they know how to act. So, and also you'll notice that when the wackos speak, you know, they usually quote scripture and shit like that. And, uh, then they get done and everybody goes, yeah, oh, 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 it's so 
right. Yeah. And then when the, the uh, people who aren't crazy like them speak, they just look at them and make and just cat call them, insult them. It's fantastic. It is one of my favorite things of all time. So Stu McAllister and I will review the latest Ottawa County Commission meeting with uh, uh, who are these Ottawa County fascists we're going to record Thursday. Um, I'm undecided if we'll actually go live with that. I, I think I think we will. Yeah, you know what? I, I take it back. I am decided. We will do it live on Patreon um, for the $10 a month crowd. You can get access to that. If not, I will uh, make it available for the uh, $5 a month crowd, the audio, um, shortly thereafter. Um, Joe Spalding is a name that you may recognize. I've had him on here before. And all the wackos in Ottawa County hate this guy. And he's, uh, he's a lot of fun. He's hilarious and he's, uh, really intelligent. And, um, he is public enemy number one, along with Larry Jackson in Ottawa County. These two, uh, Jackson is the one who made the petition and put it forth to recall Lucy Ebel, which the signature gathering is on hold right now while she makes a court challenge about the uh, wording of the recall petition. <clears throat> and, um, that's just a, uh, technicality. Once that's done, they'll finish getting their signatures and this will be on the ballot. But Spalding is also help helping energize the signature gathering. And he, they hate him so much there. He shows up to these meetings and, oh my God, he sticks his finger right in these people's eyes. Uh, I want him to be on this show with me too. Um, so I may have to, uh, include him if not in this first episode, uh, in one of the subsequent episodes down the road. So I'm excited about that this week. Uh, it was a busy week of EZ making French fries. Now, okay, you got a, a Friday engagement and a Saturday engagement at Bosco's Pub. Thank you to Sarah and um, Sarah and, of course, uh, Brad and their uh, nephew, Josh, for coming to see me. I appreciate that very much. And I forgot who else might have visited. Maybe my wife. How could I forget that? Uh, that was awesome. Uh, by the way, while I'm there, uh, we got uh, Saturday hammered. We're doing okay, Doug and I, because uh, Doug E is gone. That's uh, Doug's son. He, takes a, he got a day off Saturday, so... Um, typically on a Saturday, you got three people in the kitchen, but, uh, I have gotten, uh, enough experience where Doug feels comfortable, where it can be him and I, so I'm doing two things at once. Uh, the orders come in, I bark them out. I go, all right, I need you to put down three hamburgers. One of those is well done. And, uh, then he starts that. And then we, 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 we do our dance, you know, I'm getting the things necessary done, ready and necessary so to put the order through. And then this massive table of 20 people puts in an order and it's okay. So that's the equivalent of like, you know, four five, six tickets. And immediately, oh my God, it causes a panic because um, while that one ticket is there, there's also five, six other tables that their orders come in at the same time. So in an instant, we go from doing okay to we're slammed. 
And uh, Doug, it's remarkable because Doug and Doug E are similar. When the heat is turned up, these guys become fucking psychopaths. And (laughs) they, they just, okay. I am always kind of like, believe it or not, as emotionally charged as I am, when I am there in the heat of battle, I do not get rattled. I always stay um, very calm. And I don't know how that is because how often I've, I've let my emotions get the best of me like any other human may, but for some reason in that kitchen, I, I don't, I stay very even. And, uh, so Doug starts to come, the wires are crossing on, on Doug and I call him dad because his kids work there and I just call him dad and his wife, mama. And they're like my age and, uh, a a little bit older. And, uh, I go, dad, what dad, what do you think? He goes, he's got this deep voice, you know, and, uh, he's, he's, we're figuring out the order. And, um, while we're figuring out how to do this and how to get the food out as quickly as possible, we start talking at the same time. And as that's happening, he goes, Eric, shush. (laughs) He goes, no, no. Eric, shush. He talks to me just like that. And I go, and I don't say, I feel like I'm at like eight. <laughs> I, I immediately clam up. And uh, he, you know, explains what we're going to do. He has much more experience than I do. So he figures it out. And we eventually do get the food out. Uh, but we're still buried. You know, we still got to catch up on all those other tickets. But um, so that happens. And then there's a couple other times where he kind of uh, half snaps at me for no good reason. And I, again, I don't care. But, um, and then when the rush subsides, we get all the food out. Everything is fine. Um, he then calms down and he's happy and fun and enjoyable. And then like, he feels bad late the next day. So I get a text. Hey, ah, I'm so sorry. I, I'm like, ah, I go, I don't give a shit, Doug. It, it's, it doesn't bother me. You didn't, you didn't, you know, you didn't say anything bad. I'm not going to uh, let that get to me, but it is absolutely epic. Um, the shit that goes on, it is just so much fun and hilarious. Uh, I love it. Holy crap. Uh, Corey says, I need to sign up for that one week to get caught up on the juicy stuff that happened last week. Yes. What are you doing? I already already thought you were in it. Let's see. Is this uh, Amanda writes Ben? Is it Ben related? I don't know if that's what she means, but no, there's nothing to do with Ben. Oh, yeah, that's right. I get you, Ben. Ben came to see me. Yes, Ben came to see me at uh, at um, Bosco's. He was Ben and uh, his better half, who is just a doll. I cannot believe how adorable and fantastic she is. Ben, for fuck's sake, you have really outkicked the coverage. 
She might be one of the most pleasant people I've ever spoken to in my life. I have never seen her um, with anything but a, a sweet little smile on her face. How the fuck did you pull that off? Because you're borderline just, you know, brain damage. I, I, I don't, I don't get it. I think she might, uh, she, is she one of those people who looks at you like a, like a project? Like I, I can fix them. Is that, is that what's happening there? Sorry. This is all really mean. I'm kidding. Of course. I love Ben. I love Ben more than anything. So, uh, all right. Uh, good time there at Bosco's Pub with America's number one fry cook. Your old pal, Easy. And you know what? I'll be there again tonight. Jesus. Uh, two o'clock, I'll be getting there to uh, prep for the dinner service. 4 p.m. We open up. Come see me. Come see me at Bosco's Pub. All right. I better check in with Pooh Bear. Let her know that I'm okay. She's got the rest of the summer off, by the way. Hello, this is me. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I still feel a little weird. I hope I didn't scare you by, by explaining what uh, what is up with me. Yeah, you did scare me. Well, I I was believe me, I was scared. I still I still am concerned. But yeah. I'm sorry? I said maybe it'll just I don't know. I I guess I don't really have any maybes, but hopefully, you know, if you still feel a little weird, then can maybe call the doctor or something. Yeah. No, absolutely. You know me. I don't I don't wait on that stuff. Um, yeah. Have you ever, I mean, it was, it was weird. I was just sitting here and then all of a sudden I, I was like, it was like tunnel vision and shortness of breath and pressure on my chest. And I felt like I was going to pass out. That was weird. Yeah. I don't like that at all. No, I don't, I don't blame you. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you have the rest of the summer off from teaching. From teaching. Yes. Okay. Summer school is over. But I mean, we go back and what's the date today? The seventh. Yeah, you got a you got a couple of weeks. Yeah, so I go back on in sixteen days. All right, that's good. That's uh, I mean, it's like you didn't really have any time off. Yeah, well, you know, summer school wasn't every day, so that was good. But you know, then the job at the Y, so it was yeah. I mean, it was fine. Okay, was there anything that we need to discuss from this past weekend that is worthy? Because I usually like to get the personal family stuff out. Uh, there, there's one thing that happened um, over the weekend that I'm going to save for the Patreon. Do, mm-hmm. do you know what that is? Um, and if you say it, just, just allude to it in generalities. I'm not sure if I know. Well, do you remember I... Uh, there was an interaction I had at the house that uh, I was not you were at the I, table. I, I'm sorry. When you were sitting at the table, that what, one. What is that one? Um, when you were uh, sitting at the table with rolling your uh, what you call it? Not your not your uh, marijuana, but when you were rolling your uh, coins. Oh, no, no, no. I'll, I'll tell that one right now in a, in a minute after I hang up with you. Thank you for reminding me of that. 
What? Where? Yes. Where are you right now? I'm been sitting in my big chair with Darla. Um. Okay. Uh, and then the other thing is, uh, uh, when I had that fire in the backyard, I interacted. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And how I could forget that. So, so my mind was going to, towards like somebody in the family, so I was like confused, but. Yeah. All right. Let, let, let me ask you a question, and you can just answer yes or no. Um, first of all, you're you're on uh, you're not on speakerphone, right? No. Are you alone? Kinda. Yeah. I think he's in the bathroom. Okay. So that reference you just made about the coins that that wasn't that didn't hit sensitive ears. Correct. Thank God. It scared the shit out of me. My eyes got big. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. All right. Good. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, well, if something goes awry, uh, call 911 or me. Okay. Or scream or something. Yep, I don't know. yep, yep. I think I'll be fine. Thank you. I appreciate okay. that. Okay, love you. Bye. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye. Yeah, she referenced uh, something that happened with the NFK. And typically, she's downstairs in his in the same room. I was like, oh my God, what? What the fuck? He's not an, you know, he's going to be able to uh, piece that one together. Uh, he has a tendency to, if you're in the middle of doing something very specific, he will walk up and ask you if you are doing that specific thing. So if I'm building a puzzle, he would walk up in this set of circumstances and say, are you building a puzzle? And then I would say, yes. And he would go, are you? Tyler's already figured it out. I was ultra specific rolling coins, 50 cents. Pennies, $2 nickels, $5 dimes, $10 quarters. Are you rolling coins? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, well, whatever gave you that idea? How did you know? <laughs> and I go, yep. And he goes, are you? God damn it. Yeah, Tyler, you kind of gave that away. Um, It's still more fun when I say it. It's, uh, yeah, Tyler, it's, uh, gonna have to punish you for that one. That's, uh, that's 10 minutes. I can't, I can't believe you did that. You stole my fucking story. So I just can't imagine. I mean, that's, if I'm, if I'm hanging myself, committing suicide, Eric? Yep. Are you? Yep. Those your skis? Yep. Both of them? Yep. Thank you, Kent. All right. Uh, welcome. Welcome to you. For if you're uh, enjoying the show on uh, Facebook, X, which I'm just not comfortable saying, or YouTube, 
Thank you. But the only way to get the show in its entirety is by checking out the show on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live or download the Twitch app as most people get the show that way on their mobile device. Excuse me. Download the Twitch app and search Eric Zane Live, all one word. Follow me and that is it. Thank you for being here. Uh, If you want the audio... This becomes the audio podcast shortly after I finish it. You can download it wherever you download shows. Just search Eric Zane Show on whatever podcasting platform that you uh, use or utilize. And that's it. I really think that we are past the uh, moment in time where anybody can say, I I don't know how to do podcasts. It's what? How? Uh, You can also send me a uh, message via email on the shoreliners striping inbox, Eric at ericzaneshow.com. Uh, I just heard from, uh, I think this guy's name is Matt. His email shows up as Mattitude. He sent me an email in the shoreliners striping inbox, and I, I can't really get behind this, this type of play, but Matt writes, Free beer admits adultery on the air. Oh, what? Huh? And uh, I, I can't really. Uh, I, I, this seems like a nothing burger to me. Matt writes during a segment about sending and receiving texts and wrong recipients. Greg said that his now current wife Kayla Cole's ex had bought him a candle called Divorce Paper Sent. And Greg accidentally sent a picture of it to his soon-to-be ex-wife. Matt writes, so obviously they had their relationship prior to Greg's final divorce. And uh, I was, I listened to it and I was like, yeah, dude, uh, I don't think that that's, I guess technically, but who gives a fuck? I can't, I'd, I'd, I'd be more inclined to indict him over, um, board him on a show than I would anything, uh, personal like this, you know, that's, it's not really my bag unless if it's something really, really egregious or egregious, but, uh, I, I don't think that that is, uh, is, is a big deal at all. Uh, but anyway, I guess to the letter of the law, to the letter of the biblical law, which I think less and less people care about. So I don't care. Uh, all right. Thank you so much for being here. Facebook X can't get used to it. And YouTube, I'm sending you on your way. X and Facebook. Nope. I got that wrong. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. X brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Uh, Corey writes, I was convinced his first wife cheated on him. No evidence to back that. Well, then how were you convinced? 
He also adds, that's not adultery if they were already going through the divorce proceedings. I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, Okay. Don't go anywhere. Your old pal EZ has to go tinkle. I'll be on the huge show this week, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday with Billy. Billy's making a fuss about the uh, women's national soccer team. That they sucked. Uh, And then he took a run at them for taking their whatever stands they were taking stands on. You know, who knows? I, I don't pay attention to that shit. Uh, all right. I want to share, share this picture with you. It's ridiculous. Uh, friend of, uh, from way back sent me a picture that she found in her photo album from uh, EZ age six or seven. I'm not the one blowing out the candles. That's my pal, Jeffrey, not the Jeffrey. I gave the kidney to same friend circle, but, uh, not the same dude. This is at his house. He's got this awesome birthday cake. Blowing out the candles. Here I am, side-eyeing him. And uh, I'll never forget this. I actually remember because my mom made me wear a fucking suit. And look at this suit. Holy shit. What a mess. I guess that was the style. There's no way. God, that's look at the size of that collar. Um, dress shirt, open. It's not, I don't have a tie on, but I'm wearing an actual suit jacket and and way overdressed for this birthday party. And dude is, uh, he just got a long sleeve shirt on. He's, he's not, it's ridiculous that my mom made me wear this unacceptable. I, I, I remember being so pissed off saying, mom, this is a bad idea. I I don't need to. Why do I have to wear a suit? And she insisted that I wear this thing. God, I'm still pissed about it. She used to just do that shit all the time to me. Make me do stuff. Come on, ma. I think all moms do that. Um. So thank you to Beth. Beth is the older sister of this dude right here. This dude, Jeff. Um, she's, uh, she lives in the area. She sent me the pictures. Um, but yeah, later on, this is before we met Jeffrey, the dude that I gave my kidney to shortly after this picture was taken, uh, a little bit down the road schools merged and, uh, Rockwell merged with, um, uh, Wilkerson. And that's when DeChaussee, Jeff DeChaussee showed up on the scene. Little did I know. I'd be one day giving him a kidney. So all three of us are pals. We all, we all know each other. I'd, I haven't talked to this guy in a while though. I actually talked to his sister more than, uh, I, I talked to him. Tyler says I was just released from my first ever Twitch jail sentence. Very humbled. I've repaid my debt to society. 
Yeah, what the fuck, man? That is so not like you. You're not stupid like all the other people that I ban. I mean, you're in the same boat as idiots like Amanda and Kenny now. That's a, that's a bad spot to be in. God. Uh, Tyler says, I pulled that out of my ass. LOL. I had no idea you were going there. Yeah, I know. I know. And, and, but still it's, uh, we, I, I must be fair and just in my punishment. If I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and, and hammer those idiots for when they are stupid, uh, daily or weekly, then you're going to have to get that punishment too. Tyler says, ben, that's worse than the ban saying that. I know. Uh, all right. Thanks again to the nice folks who um, have weighed in on the uh, post about uh, Madison. Uh, since the big coming out party. Uh, she's got nothing but positive feedback. I've been policing the comments quite a bit, waiting for the one jackass who uh, come in there and say something sideways. Uh, nothing, not at all. There was one person who said, you're going to get a lot of grief from this, uh, from various audience members. And I said, I, I don't know about that. I've been thinning the herd for quite some time. Jimmy says coming out aware. I don't know if you're, if you're aware of this, but, uh, my daughter's gay. There you go. Now you know. Um, Ryan says to Tyler, I hope you're happy. You've really let us all down. With you down in the Kenny and Amanda show, what hope is there for the rest of us? To the Kenny. That's fucked up. To the Kenny. To the Kenny. The fuck is us with my dick? Um, if the former Zaniacs were still around, I wonder if there would be negativity from them. Uh, they, they wouldn't speak of it. They, they just would be quiet is what they would do. Which, you know, on the post, there are certain people that I know who I suspect would not be happy with it. And when they are quiet about all of this, they have no comment. That, that speaks volumes. Then I know. I know who's who lies where. And I don't, I, that's okay. I don't give a shit. Whatever. Uh, all right. We have got to get to this awesome brawl that took place. My God. Corey sent this along, and I'd only seen a uh, short amount of this, uh, of this clip. And then... But when he sent the full length one, oh man, it's been edited and it contains only the uh, awesome meat of this fight. I think it happened somewhere in uh, somewhere in the deep south. Yeah, Montgomery, Alabama. Man, you know that I love breaking down a fight. And this one is one for the ages. Kent writes, Tyler, what happened in this brawl? So it's blacks taking on the whites. 
This is an absolute race war. Now, there's a lot more black people in this area than there are white people. And uh, it seems to me, I don't know why I was watching it, but I, I was really uh, happy with the result because the blacks outnumbered the whites and beat the shit out of them. Okay. Now, why do you say that? Eric? I, say, I don't know. This just seems like something sideways that a white guy would do and probably deserved his ass to get kicked. I can't say that for sure. Who knows? But all I know is that um, when, when black guy was getting attacked, other black guys jumped in and then other white guys jumped in and it was, it was literally black versus white. Um, yeah, I know very little about what brought this on. Audio check, video check. It starts with um, white guy going after the black dude with um, dark shorts and a white top. Okay, hang on. A little too loud. And also, there's some great narration here. I love the narration. Okay, so white guy attacks first. Black guy gets rid of his hat and he's like, okay, here we go. Okay, other white guy jumps in on black guy. So now we've got, see that? This is incredible. Uh, white guy jumps in. Now you got two or three white guys on black guy. However, look higher up in the frame. See this guy running? He's coming to help out the black guy. Okay, it looks like Chick here in the green is trying to uh, maybe lend a hand or I think pull him out. I doubt any of this is painful. Those punches seem to be very weak. You know, those those uh, 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 weak hammer punches. Here comes dude. This dude, he comes running in black guy. Uh, white guy goes after him, but he, he just, it looks like he just wants to help out. Like, hey, come on, get off of him. So this black guy is not there to, to throw punches yet. The air. Okay, you heard the chick. Across this body of water, there's the dock, and, and this black dude's swimming across to join the fight. Holy shit. Breaking all those stereotypes about black people and swimming. Look at him. He's fucking Michael Phelps. Was get up there, young blood. So now it's starting to settle down, but young blood's getting out of the water. Okay, so now you got more black people are together, and they're going to kick these white guys' ass that have now retreated to their boat. Okay, they're, they're trying to get after the whites. Remember this chick here in the uh, turquoise dress? She was uh, she was part of the first mix. They fed. Look at them. They fed. Woo! All right, here we go. 
Uh-oh, one of the white guys, he wandered over back to the dock, or he's just getting it, and now they're going to beat the shit out of him. There's a cop here. Oh, my God. Okay, this chick in the turquoise, somehow she's out of the boat. I don't know what the fuck happened. I guess she jumped out here. Yeah, here she comes. She's all she's do- okay. Now she's getting beat up. Chick in the dress is now getting pounded by some chick. Just got thrown in the water. Okay, more whites. We got <laughs> a full-on race war. The cops not even doing anything. The cops just talking into his radio. She is actually narrating the punches as they're thrown. Oh, that, that chick just got punched right in the face. Chicken, the uh, looks like a violet or lavender. Here she comes. Oh, no. I'm very impressed with the resiliency of these people. We have gotten several flush punches to the face, and nobody is knocked out. They just they just pop right up. I would I would be like on the ground crying with even just one of these punches. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now at this point, uh these black people are just sick and they're they're just bored and tired of of beating white ass. Okay, another angle. Okay, this guy, he's getting into it with this dude. I don't know what's going on here. Okay, all right. Dude here with the visor, he doesn't want anything with that guy. But then out of the blue comes drunk honky who goes after dude in striped shirt. So striped shirt's like, ah, yeah. And then visor's like, fuck you. But here comes, look at this honky. Oh, he tries to sucker punch him. Striped shirt. Wife of striped shirt is trying to get her wife of a uh, honky idiot is tr- she's trying to break it up. Oh, and now LSU fan is starts kicking the ass of a shirtless honky. Oh, and he's getting it from all sides. And now and now, oh, my God, uh, uh, chick in the red dress. Wife of Honky goes down and chicks start beating her ass. Look at She's getting kicked. They're stomping on her. Now the best part's coming. Okay, you see dude here with the chair. That he gets out the steel chair. He's actually hitting people with the fucking chair. Bam! Bam! But he's oh, he's like it. He's bashing him with the chair. And this guy, look at him. He still wants more. Yeah, boy. Okay, now, uh, red dress on the ground. 
Here comes chair guy. Steel chair. Look at He's rearing up. That chair is over his head. Watch this. Oh! Oh, no! He just bashed her over the head with the chair. My... Oh, Jesus Christ! Now the cops saw that he's going to jail for that one. They're like, all right, we, we can, we can handle the punches and the, and the hair pulling, but you just bash that chick over the head with a chair. She's hurt. She's hurt. What a party. Look at That was, I am so happy. What an excellent, excellent. We had multiple camera angles. We had, oh, chairs, race war. Oh, my God. Uh, Questions, comments. Uh, Jimmy writes, I wonder if any alcohol was involved. Yeah, no kidding. Rich says, not the first time striped shirt guy has pimp choked someone. I've never heard that term. Is that dude getting his eyes gouged out? That's what I thought. Uh, Rick says, is this a flash mob? Well, you know, it was it was weird because you had a couple of the white dudes attack the first black guy. And then, you know, battle lines are drawn at that point, you know. you It doesn't really matter. Okay, the black guy could have said to the white guy something really bad. Or said, like, hey, I want to molest your children. And it doesn't matter. And then the white guys attack the black guy. And then all people need to see is white taken on black. And now the, the sides are going to, oh, shit. I can't imagine that. Jesus. I don't care. If I'm in a group of people, let's say I'm in downtown Detroit and a fight breaks out between whites and blacks. I'm not going near that. Um, Even if like, uh, if I'm hanging out with my three brothers, no, I take it back. If my brothers started to get jumped, I would have to join the race for then. That's about the only exception I would make. Uh, Corey says, if you look at the comments on that Reddit link, someone fills in the backstory behind it. All right. Corey, that escalated quickly. That shit had me rolling. The guy chair shotting everyone like Pac-Man fucking broke me. <laughs> LOL. He's going to jail, and then someone says, like, Pac-Man. The conflict started when a dock worker asked the honkies in the boat to move so that the riverboat ride could dock safely in its docking space. The dude was doing his job, and the riverboat ride pays for the dock, and they refused to vacate. The dudes jumped him. That's what started it, and yelled racist things, hence the conflict. There are other videos in Twitter where you hear them. Uh, person says, I watched this on mute. I could assume there was a 
definitely a heavy presence of racism that you had to fight. Someone a heavy presence. Dude, they didn't even need to wear clothes to figure out which team they were on. This was all racism. Oh, yeah, of course it was. Of course it was. All right, so... Uh, I am on if that if everything is true that they said that the uh, those those white people would not move the boat and the guy was just doing his job and then it escalated to uh, terrible things being said and then we did see that the uh, dock worker was uh, uh, jumped first okay and this clip right here that's that's the guy he's working the guy with the black shorts and the white top and the hat. He works for the dock company. I like how he kind of theatrically throws that hat like it's on. And there's there's Turquoise dress again. She's part of the boat crew. And there's Visor Guy. You remember Visor Guy. God damn. What a fight. All right. Uh, so let we can all vote uh, that Team Black won. And Team Black was in the right. I support the Blacks in this fight in kicking those assholes ass. Asses. Um. Uh, Corey says, uh, Tom says the people that do have white man loyalty are usually easy to pick out because they're carrying torches. Uh, Ryan says, I can only assume that the white boat was full of MAGA extremists. Yeah, let's just go ahead and assume that. Tyler says, down south in, uh, in Alabama, I was surprised I didn't see one of the whites run in flying a Confederate flag like Mel Gibson from the Patriot. Ryan says team black wins with the chair head bashing. Corey says earth is the trailer park of the galaxy. This is why the aliens won't hang out with us. (laughs) Patrick says it looks like SummerSlam. Tyler adds, good thing the cops didn't show up with more heat or they would have started mowing down the black guys with machine guns. <laughs> uh, Corey adds, WWE fan right there. He's been waiting his whole life to do that. That chair, oh, right over the head. God damn, was that intense. All right. So it's been, it's been a long time since we had a, a fantastic uh, a fight beat uh fight breakdown take place like that but oh my god you see this is something i could never do on the radio jesus man was that spectacular all right where am i now i even know what the fuck is going on uh the open and live stream of this show brought to you by a sponsor that i actually have to get my notes out 
make sure I get all this right because they're brand new on the show. And I've been literally trying to get this sponsor since I started podcasting four and a half years ago. Posted about it on uh, Facebook. Uh, King's Room Barbershop. God, I still don't feel great. I actually feel nauseous right now. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. Uh, King's Room Barbershop. Uh, thank you to Andy and Colleen. They are the owners. They've had um, the business for quite some time. Uh, three locations in Grand Rapids. Northland Drive, Caledonia, and for the month of August, Rogers Plaza. They are moving from Rogers Plaza. You can get a haircut at that location. That's the Wyoming location, Rogers Plaza, for the till the end of the month. They're moving to a new location. All right. Less than five minutes away from the Rogers Plaza location is the new location. 821 36th Street next to the uh, costume room. All right. 821 36th Street next to the costume room will be the new location of King's Room Barbershop going from Rogers Plaza to a new standalone building that they own. Congrats. So by 9 1, they'll be out of Rogers Plaza. At King's Room Barbershop, at any of the locations, um, it's all walk-ins, no appointments. Everything is a walk-in, and they have faster turnaround times than places that have appointments. Uh, they're ba- they've based their business on quality haircuts rather than the number of people move through. Uh, that's their philosophy. Their direct competition are uh, places like Sport Clips, where uh, Lisa Kronz was getting her hair cut. She'd walk in and say, give me the Kronz cut. That's actually on the menu. You walk in and say, I want to look like that guy. Uh, Anyway, uh, direct competition with Sport Clips, Jude's, and Lady Jane's. So fuck all those guys. Now you go to King's Room Barbershop. So the King's Room Castle is moving from Rogers Plaza to the new location, 821 36th Street, next to the costume room. All the information you need, kingsroom.net for locations, exact locations, schedules, and uh, things like that. And by the way, uh, different also from those other chains is that the owners are actually doing the haircutting depending on the day. And you can see the schedules of who works when and where at kingsroom.net. Wait times are less and you will get a better haircut at King's Room Barbershop. Three locations, Northland Drive, Caledonia, and for now, Rogers Plaza, but not for long because September 1, they start in their new facility. Thank you to them. Uh, for believing in me and for supporting the Eric Zane Show podcast. All the information you need, kingsroom.net. When you need a haircut, you get it at King's Room Barbershop. 
And uh, I'm going to be getting my hair cut there every month, and we're going to be shooting video, and I'm going to be chit-chatting with Andy. Well, you're going to love Andy. Um, I mean, he's absolutely fantastic. Great personality, too, both of them. And uh, these are the guys. They they and Anybody who um, is a rock star in Grand Rapids gets their hair cut at King's Room Barbershop. Uh, my, my pals in pop evil, they all get their haircut there. They're all very close friends with, uh, with Andy and Colleen. Great group over there. So, uh, rock stars and your old pal EZ. And I said, yeah, I need my haircut by you each month. He goes, yeah, I can tell. No, I said, I, I cut my hair on my own. He goes, yeah, I know. I can tell. I go, you can. He goes, yes. I go, God damn it. I thought I was doing a good job. He goes, no, you're not. You need to have me cut your hair. Rich says, but are the stylists hot? What? Dude, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. If, 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 what the fuck is wrong with you, you dirty old man? Jesus. Fucking grow up. Are they hot? Jesus, Rick, come on. Or Rich. Uh, okay. Thank you to my friends at King's Room Barbershop. Uh, also going on, I want to thank Berlin Raceway. They had a wonderful time, Berlin Raceway, uh, with the SRX race. And you've got racing this weekend, Wednesday, coming up with the Battle at Berlin. Berlinraceway.com is where you get tickets for this race coming up on Wednesday. The uh, Battle at Berlin 250. Holy crap. Tickets online at berlinraceway.com. Also on Saturday, I'm going to be there for the winged sprints. Uh, Fan appreciation night, August 12th, Saturday. Get your tickets at berlinraceway.com and sit with me. All you got to do is buy the tickets as you're walking in the gate. Hit me up on Messenger. Where are you seated? I tell you. And then we sit together and we have a good time. Uh, BerlinRaceway.com. Tickets for the Saturday event are 14 bucks. Tickets for the Battle at Berlin are 20 You can get them online at BerlinRaceway.com. Don't go anywhere. Your old pal EZ has to go tinkle. Okay? Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh, my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device, all right? Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app, that it's going to work okay in that app, and oh my God. This is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door, they punch it in, the door unlocks, in they go. And of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy video lock is the top of the heap. Okay. You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. 
No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official.com slash video lock. Uh, Aram says, I would be waiting at my doctor's office until he fixed me if I had this peeing issue. That's not bad right now. Um, the medicine I'm taking helps. Flomax. Flomax. Uh, yeah, he is not concerned. He has examined my prostate thoroughly with his fingers right in my butt. I said, no, you're fine. It happens to people. It gets enlarged. Aram says, every 20 minutes having to pee? Uh, I, what are you talking about? Not every 20 minutes. I drank a couple cups of coffee. I needed to take a pee. No, it's not It's not nearly as bad as you make it out to be. Some days I go, and I, I sometimes I, I, I don't have to. Just, uh, I think uh, that's all normal. I just don't like to be, I just, I just don't like doing the show uh, uncomfortable. It was a normal pee. I'm good to go. I appreciate you, though. Um, okay. Moving on. Moving on. There was, uh, speaking of fights, it was, oh, my God, there was a massive uh, scene at the baseball game between the Guardians and the White Sox. As usual, there's not a lot that I'm interested in baseball. Uh, unless if something like this happens and, uh, I guess one dude, uh, 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 is out at second base. Tim Anderson is the uh, second baseman or the shortstop, whatever, who tags out Jose Ramirez. This isn't the type of fight that takes place between a pitcher and a batter. Ramirez slides in. Anderson doesn't like. Uh, he tags him, and he tags him. I guess too hard. I guess that's a thing. If you if you tag somebody, uh, real hard, you you get you get uh someone pissed off at you. So Ramirez doesn't like that. Anderson shoves him, and then uh, Ramirez says, "All right, we're gonna play the feud." And they're and they're like, "Put up, put up your Dukes." Now this is rare. Because they actually were allowed to square off. I was shocked at this. Normally in baseball, everybody just jumps and there's a big pile. It looks like an old school game of smear the queer. If you remember that when you were a kid. Uh, Rich, uh, jumping ahead on the story, is uh, now going to... uh, Enjoy 10 straight minutes of quiet. Shut up. What is it going to take to get the audience in the chat to just enjoy the show? What what is what? I mean, this just happened to Tyler. Don't reveal what the fuck is going to happen 
if you know what's going to happen. Why can't you just shut the fuck up and enjoy the show? God damn. Um, what also is great about this is that Tom Hamilton, who is the Homer announcer for the Cleveland Guardians, they've synced up his radio call to the fight that went down. Audio check. Video check. Here we go. Here it comes. A swing and a smash to first by the diving Vaughn. Down the right field line. Kicks into the corner. Ramirez on his way to second. Head first slide. Safe and in to score is Jimenez. And another hustle double. Right over the bag at first. Now Hosey and Anderson square off. They're fighting. They're swinging. Down goes Anderson. Down goes Anderson. Now you all know that Anderson got punched in the head because Rich already told us all. But you didn't really see it there. I've got another angle in a second that I'll get to. But listen, he he channels his inner Howard Cosell. Down goes Frazier. And another hustle double. Right over the bag at first. Now Hosey and Anderson square off. They're fighting. They're swinging. Down goes Anderson. Down goes Anderson. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why they show these guys. Ramirez went in with that. Uh, that might be the bullpen. Here, here come the bullpens running into the crowd. And they just stand there and hang out. Slide. Hosey never gets upset about anything. They came up chewing. Anderson squared off. Hosey decked him. It's a five to one Chicago lead, but everybody from the dugouts and the bullpens congregated around second base. You never see Jose Ramirez get upset like that. And Tim Anderson was on the wrong side of that punch. Okay, a couple of things. Anderson is really down and out, as evidenced by uh, another clip. This is a different angle of what happened. Now now look at, that was it. I'm going to frame by frame this so you can see. If we back up, oh, shit. Oh, that's never good. Ah, oh, fuck. Come on now. All right, now I'm annoyed. Mm-mm. They, <laughs> it says, Jose Ramirez knocked down by Tim Anderson with a a vicious right hand. And it was anything but vicious. Okay. He misses. Misses again. And then here he comes. Now he's not even looking at the target, Ramirez. He just kind of wildly throws this crazy windmill punch right there. That's it. 
And he doesn't really catch him. He kind of hits the tip of his chin. But this guy goes down like a ton of fucking bricks. What a glass jaw on this asshole. It was uh, anything but a devastating punch. It was a pretty weak-ass punch, if you ask me. So that guy was all fucked up. Uh, then I think there was a little more. Pedro Griffo having words. Yaz just came sprinting back up the stairs in his catcher's gear, and we have some version of round two. Eddie Rodriguez with, is in there with DeMarlo, with Hale. DeMarlo Hale. He seems to want a piece of Pedro. Evidently. Oh, my goodness. Mike Sarbaugh now getting after Pedro. Yeah, these guys need to take a page uh, of the Mobile, Alabama dock brawl. That Now, that's a brawl. And off we go, spilling into foul territory in as long of a brawl as you're going to see in Major League Baseball nowadays. And it's remarkable how many people can be there and no actual punches And it's not over. No, it's still going on, and there's still a few guys ready to unload some punches in this one. Throw a punch. There's people hanging out. You punch them in the fucking face. God, baseball fights are the worst, man. Um, Tyler said that uh, it's so useless when these people run in from the bullpen. What they should do, because they run all the way from the outfield across into the pile, they should just fight right there. Like the bullpen's right out in the outfield, you know? I mean, in hockey, it's fantastic because, uh, you know, if there's ever a, uh, a line brawl or a bench clearing brawl, line brawls are the best, you know, because the goalies just go to each other. It's just, it's just a rule. My God. Uh, Rick describes guy going down Tim Anderson as uh, 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 LeBron James flop. Bullpen pitchers are the equivalent of hockey goon enforcers. Uh, hockey goon enforcers, always big bastards. Yeah, he did actually go down, Tim Anderson. In fact, I saw a clip of him. He was actually wobbly after he got up. Uh, this is a clip from Terry Francona, the uh, coach of the Guardians. There is a uh, press conference afterwards, and uh, he was talking about it. What do you think of uh, Jose's left hook? Right hook. Right hook. Right. You know, it's not. It, it's really. It's not funny. But when I came in, I'm listening to Hammy. It's hard not to chuckle. That's the announcer that said, "Down goes whatever Anderson." I'm listening to Hammy. By the way, is this guy's uh, th- that mic is really picking up all of his mouth smacks? You know, it's Ugh. not. It, Sounds like Justin. It's really, it's not funny, but when I. Radio Justin, not my son-in-law. Came in, I'm listening to Hammy. It's hard not to chuckle. I mean, it's, but you know, again, it's not funny, but. Boys will be boys. Okay. Uh, that was a ridiculously lucky punch. He just swung his arm. And the question of, what do you think of uh, Jose's left hook? What do you think? He calls that a hook? 
He just swung his stupid arm. My God. Uh, the same night that this happened, the uh, fucking uh, uh, Nate Diaz and Jake Paul fight went down. Uh, Paul won. And I cannot get excited about that guy. Big deal. He's fighting old men who have never boxed. They're MMA people. I don't know. The whole thing is stupid. Um, all right. So that's basically the uh, Guardians fight. People made a big deal about that. I guess that's as good of a baseball fight that you will uh, that you will see. Tyler indicates that Terry Francona is breathing like Lizzo after she walks six feet. Ryan writes all the breathing and mouth sounds. Dear God. Uh, Francona, known as Tito, don't know where that comes from, uh, doesn't give a rat. Where is Lane, Bill Lane Beer when you need him? Cole says, like, when they both come out of the penalty box at the same time and fight again. Yeah, I've seen I've seen that up uh, close and personal. All right. Uh, Cole writes, lucky punch Rodriguez, BS glass jaw Anderson, or uh, verse versus glass jaw Anderson. I see what you're saying. Again, the typos trip me up every time. And you up, but that's okay. All right. Uh, story closer to home. Some chick working at the casino, one of the local Michigan casinos, does, they're, they're every five feet in Michigan. Every time you turn around, there's a new casino, you know, and they, uh, they grow by leaps and bounds. In fact, there's one nearby here called the Gun Lake Casino, where um, since I've lived here, this became a thing. At, uh, once they, it, it all got started and they, they broke ground, then all of a sudden the casino's up and running. Then every time you turn around, they're adding on something massive. They have so much money at that casino. They have a license to print money that they wanted to accommodate uh, more uh, people and get them there to spend their money quicker. So what they did was they redid the spot on the interstate so that it's easier to get off um, where you're, when you're driving, um, widen the exit so that more cars can get through quickly, which meant like a total redo of everything infrastructure wise on the interstate and the overpass. And they like paid for it in cash. They like threw a briefcase full of like a hundred million dollars at the state of Michigan and just, they just fucking built it. Oh my God. Um, anyway, I completely digress. Some lady is working at this casino in the community of Hartford, Michigan. I don't even know where the fuck that is. Four Winds Casino, you know, run by some uh, Indian tribe or whatever the fuck. And some chick was working there and she's in the, uh, remember see uh, that movie um, in, uh, was it? Uh, yeah, it was the film Casino when they're in the counting room and uh, the mob guy comes in with a big fucking case and takes like a million dollars out, puts it in the case and they all just keep counting. This chick was working in the county room, the uh, counting room, and she did that whole fucking thing. She took $700,000 and walked out of the casino. Holy shit. 
Uh, audio check, video check. Here we go. Our mystery, a casino caper that netted $700,000 cash that is still missing tonight. Police say the theft was pulled off by a longtime law-abiding employee of Four Winds Casino near Hartford. Targeting investigator Susan Samples is breaking the story of the yes. casino worker. Yes. Oh, we got the trifecta of chicks. You got, uh, um, uh, what the hell is her name? Uh, uh, Susan Shaw in the red. And um, what is her name again? God, if she knew that I did, I'd forgotten her name. I used to have a huge crush on her. Anyway, and and we got Susan Samples. Turned accused criminal. Even the judge who signed the arrest warrant was surprised by how much cash police say veteran casino worker Danica Young of Coloma made off with. Check out what the judge said to the testifying police officer after the warrant signing. Yes, that was interesting. That, that, that's a lot of money to keep well in, the, I would think. Now, well, I don't know. Keep in the casino? They keep in the... Um, in her teller space. In her oh, house. she's she is the supervisor of the cash cage. Oh, so she has so millions she of dollars. Oh, Lord. A candid courtroom exchange <laughs> moments after a South Haven judge approved a warrant charging 38-year-old Danica Nicole Young with stealing $700,000 from the four winds. By the way, that's a look of someone who realizes that their life is over. Holy shit. Casino. So she did. She counted out $700,000 from and put it in a bag and walked out of the casino. That's Danica Young's story anyway, say police. She got an anonymous phone call Wednesday afternoon last week instructing her to steal the cash and deliver it to someone in Gary, Indiana. Police tracked Young down, but not the money. Even so, the public defender said Young, who has no criminal record according to police, should not have to post a cash bond to get out of jail pending trial. The attorney noted the 38-year-old has worked at Four Winds for 16 years, has a stable home, a teenage son, and a supportive mom. She also had an apology. Ms. Young, anything else you wish to say before I said bond? Well, I'm very sorry for what happened. This is my first charge, sir. Okay. Well, my uh, you know, I, I don't, there, there's something more to this story, I think, right away. Something's going on. It's not adding up. Um, maybe, maybe not. Maybe she just had a lapse in judgment and decided, God, I don't know, the, the, the phone call, what the fuck is happening here? My concern are, is, is a very simple concern. The allegations in this matter are that you removed from the casino without permission of the casino $700,000. That $700,000 has not been located and uh, we're leaving that between you, your attorney and the court system to figure out where this matter proceeds from here. But my concern is if I release you, that $700,000 will show up and you will be off to wherever and I won't see you again. So I'm setting by in the amount of $1 million cash assured. Good luck, ma'am. Oh. 
Van Buren County's prosecutor declined to share more details about what they think really happened here, to whom Young delivered that missing money if she did, why, and where the cash might be now. Police tell us they put out a be on the lookout alert, a bolo, for Young's car after she left the casino last week, which is apparently how they tracked her down in Indiana. The now former casino employee is scheduled to be back in court August 9th. Okay. Uh, I suspect she was involved in some either some type of grift by through online resources or something like that. And uh, she was involved in some type of uh, catfishing where she thought she was going to get some fresh dick and uh, and almost like an affair of some or maybe it was an actual physical affair. And uh, uh, she was duped and convinced to do this, targeted as a casino employee or somehow. Uh, and ultimately, that's what I think. I cannot wait to hear more about this. Holy shit. Um, Cole writes, how big was the damn bag? Just walked out with two giant hockey bags. Ryan says the classic get the money for the dick gag. Michelle DeSelms. God damn it. Jesus. That's right. Of course. Holy shit though. That is uh that is uh, quite a quite a haul. And now and now she's going to pay for it. My god, just like that. Uh all right. Moving on. Um, we've talked plenty of times on this show about um, transgender sports. And uh, I've, I've had a stance on it that, well, I'll get to that in a second. But, you know, even with my daughter, she's like, well, you know, uh, transgender people should be able to compete. Like if a boy is a boy his whole life and becomes a girl, he should be able to, she should be able to compete with the girls. And I'm like, well, that's a crock of shit. Uh, I, I've come to the solution, but nobody's listening to me. Um, transgender athletes have to start from the bottom and they have to come up with their own division. Transgender athletes only either men becoming women or women becoming men. So like, if you're talking the Olympics, you'd have a men's champion, a, a men's gold uh, medal uh, for the, let's say, 100-meter free. Uh, women, gold medal. Transgender men, meaning they were women, they've, they're becoming men. And transgender women were men becoming woman, becoming a woman. So there'd be four gold medals. You, you cannot take um, the guy who's becoming a girl or has become a girl and have that person compete with biologically born women it's it's not fair to the women at all i've maintained that despite my uh very liberal stance on equality um and obviously with my daughter i'm like i i I don't care how gay you are that's bullshit i i do not support that in any way same thing with uh um the women's soccer team the women's soccer team has been the national team has been uh, very much of like, oh no, we gotta, we gotta combine them. No, we don't. We do not. That is, that is not okay. And the one that I look to the most is trans swimmer Leah Thomas, 
Leah Thomas was at best a mediocre uh, male swimmer on the national team and then became a chick and now is one of the top women in swimming. And one of the outspoken people against it is fellow um, national swimmer Riley Gaines, who's a biological woman. And she is speaking out in an article on Radar Online about how big Leah Thomas's dick is. I'm not kidding you. Like, she's come out and said he's got a monster hog. Um, Leah Thomas is six foot four. Born a dude, and before becoming a chick, a big guy, huge dude, six foot four. Um, and so now Riley Gaines is is uh, speaking out about this. And uh, during a swim meet, female swimmer Riley Gaines allegedly shared a locker room with Leah Thomas and admitted to having to refrain from looking at Thomas. Due to her size, born a man, became a woman. Gaines described Thomas's endowment as being in proportion to the frame of a six foot four inch man. So that's a nice way of saying he's got a monster dick. Okay. Now, there's more to this. It isn't just my opinion. I'm going to go over some actual statistics and facts about Leah Thomas here. Again, I'm all for equality, but uh, you not in this. This is not, this is not okay. It's not fair. What about all those women, man? Uh, you, have a, you have an advantage. The 2022 NCAA championships saw Leah Thomas tie... Riley Gaines. This is the woman who said that Leah Thomas has a monster dick. And that uh, prompted the latter to become an outspoken advocate, uh, uh, excuse me, advocate against biological men and women's sports, despite losing the competition to a biological female. The cis female swimmer has been vocal with her belief that competing alongside Leah Thomas was unfair and made her feel uncomfortable in the locker room even alleging that some, some swimmers to undress in a janitor's closet to avoid Thomas. God damn it. Well, fucking, how much does it take to just have a transgender locker room? That is not a big deal. I mean, uh, construction should not slow this down. Just put the room in. I am all for equality, but this is bullshit. Uh, in a recent podcast with Bill Maher, Riley Gaines declined to estimate the size of Thomas's penis. When pressed by Bill Maher, Gaines eventually stated it was in proportion to that of a six foot four inch male. I love Bill Maher. Uh, Gaines' views on biological men in women's sports have sparked controversy, particularly among trans rights activists who argue that trans women should be included in sports. I've already told you how I feel about that. Uh, Thomas, when a dude was swimming at Pennsylvania, when Thomas became a woman, Thomas became a top woman swimmer. In the women's 500 freestyle, Thomas went from 65th as a man to first as a woman 
while in the 200-yard freestyle, Thomas went from 554th nationally for men to tying for fifth with Gaines, uh, Riley Gaines in the women categories. There was four women's out, the women that were still better than uh, Leah Thomas. This achievement has made Thomas a symbol of trans athletes and a point of contention in the ongoing debates about fairness in women's sports. There is no fairness in women's sport. That's not fucking fair. My God. The only way to even the playing field immediately is to is to uh, right when the uh, uh, they they hit on your mark, get set, go, and fire the gun. Uh, all the other women swimmers get to kick the trans swimmer right in the balls. So they're standing up there. And then uh, they all line up, and then Leah Thomas with his monster cock, with her monster cock, is there, actually out. Like, the pants have to come off. The swim trunks have to come off. And then everybody is allowed to kick Leah Thomas right in her dick. That is, in, in okay, the next swim meet, that will be a start. Well, uh, before the gun fires, dick kicking takes place. So all the other competitors kick Leah Thomas's big fat, uh, 12 inch dick. And then, uh, that will level the playing field. If I were in charge of swim USA, that would be the new rule going forward. All athletes that were born men have become women and are now competing against the women get their dick kicked going forward. (laughs) Jimmy says, Great. Now women, uh, now uh, a woman has a, women have bigger penises than me too. It's true, Jimmy. Uh, Ryan says from a locker room perspective, I can't imagine being any more uncomfortable and dressing with the trans person in the room. It's already uncomfortable. Do your shit and get out. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, 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 I cannot support that. I, I will not support that anymore, uh, if, especially with these individual sports. Okay? Uh, Kenny writes, they should donate the penis when they have their gender reassigning surgery to Jimmy. Well, the penis does not come off in gender reassigning surgery. I don't know if you know that. They don't, like, hack it off. It's, it's tucked into, and there's like some molding and, uh, it's, it's a, it's a rather elaborate setup, but, um, it seems remarkable that they're able to even do that. Uh, Ryan says, what do you do with 12 inches? So they're going to be able to make a large vagina is what they're going to be able to do. It's going to be a greatly large vagina. Tyler's right. It's recycled into a vag. And I, and I hope this doesn't come off as, I mean, I'm joking about the kicking in the dick thing. That's just, I mean, I got to have some type of, uh, 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 humor in this commentary to some degree. If any of you even think that's funny, I don't know. I, I found it funny. I find everything I say is funny, but, um, uh, but I don't laugh at it. Like Justin does Justin, not my son-in-law, Justin, the idiot radio guy. Um, yeah, as, as, uh, progressive and uh, left-leaning as I am when it comes to cultural things. Um, no, 
when it comes to individual sports like this, that is absolutely wrong and not fair. Kenny says, I didn't know that that's how they did it. Yeah, look it up later on today when you're bored at at one of your uh, workplace uh, meetings. Uh, Riley Gaines spoke at a, whatever a turning point USA event is. I hope that's not a a MAGA thing. Um, At San Francisco state university where she was allegedly ambushed and physically hit by a man in a dress after her speech. (laughs) A 23 year old swimmer also uploaded a video of herself being rushed out of the venue by cops as protesters are seen surrounding the former college swimmer and ambushing her with shouts and verbal attacks. I wonder how I would do in that setting if, uh, like, if all things were equal. If I, I, I don't know why you can't. Um, how this doesn't make sense to people who might feel that um, person born a man becoming a woman should swim with the women. There, there's going to be more than one trans athlete. This opens up the door. You know, if Leah Thomas swims. At a, at a race in the Olympics and is the only competitor. Well, then Leah Thomas gets the gold. And what that does is it builds from the ground up the encouragement for other athletes to participate. Um, you you got to start somewhere. So, I mean, and then in, and then in years, the years progress, you might get more people who uh, feel comfortable to come out and participate who might be at the top of their game. Um, yeah, why not? Um, that's fine, but uh, this is bullshit. Uh, the controversy surrounding Thomas and the participation of transgender athletes in women's sports has prompted action from governing bodies. In June, the International Swimming Federation effectively banned transgender athletes from competing in women's events, adopting a new gender inclusion policy that only allows swimmers who transition before the age of 12 to participate, the organization all, organization also proposed the creation of an open competition category. Well, maybe that is what they're doing, similar to what I was just explaining. Uh, anything else would work better than what they currently have, in my opinion. It's just not appropriate in any way, shape, or form. And obviously, I feel very much um, inequality for our brothers and sisters that are enduring these things, but I don't give a shit. Uh, if, if, I mean, I've got a transgendered person in my life who I love dearly and I will tell, uh, 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 Ash to the, to my, to her, to his, to his face, Jesus, I can't even get it right to his face, born a woman, now a man. No, it's not fucking fair. All right. And that's what the uh, soccer team has been, um, suggesting for some time that has, has a lot of people pissed off and they're like, oh, yeah, fuck the soccer team. All there is, they're just into politics. Yes, they are. But at the same time, they believe wholeheartedly that um, a man should be able to compete in women's sports. And your old pal, easy does not. Um, let's see. Nader underscore wi says we're all pink on the inside fair enough should uh, the new competitive categories be referred to as big fraud men 
and big fraud women. I would love that just because it's associated with big fraud Zane. Maureen just joining, joining us. I don't know if she's still in California. Uh, welcome Maureen. You're still in California with your sister and your pals stalking out reality TV show stars. Yes. So glad you are here. We've missed you. Okay. Thank you to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV 616-532-6600. Irvine's.com. That's ervines.com. For more information, if you need your vehicle repaired, perhaps preventative maintenance, perhaps emergency maintenance, Whatever you need, they can help you specializing in all makes and models with the exception of Volkswagen and I guess Audi, from what I'm understanding. Um, And as well, if you have an EV or a hybrid, they can help you. 616-532-6600 in Grand Rapids. They are on a street called Stafford, which is three blocks east of US 131, right in the middle of Grand Rapids. Did you hear the story that... um, Ford is trying to get a patent and uh, for an EV technology where on your electric vehicle, you're driving on the road and um, after some infrastructure changes and construction, the road will actually charge the vehicle with, I don't know if it's near field technology or something to do with something fancy, but when you're driving on the road, Um, there's a lot of details that I'm leaving out for ease of telling the story, but it will charge the car while it's moving down the road. Now, if that were the case, holy shit, now we're talking. That would alleviate the whole, uh, charging station issues where, you know, you have to I mean, it's a pain in the ass if you think about it. Uh, I just don't believe that with all the hoops that people have to jump through that EVs are ever going to be the dominant um, automobile. Well, I I guess it's possible if they completely ban uh, gasoline-powered vehicles, uh, normal combustion. Yeah, if they have that type of technology in place where the road charges the car, fuck yes. Oh, my God. That would be uh that's a that that to me would be a game changer. You know? And then that would alleviate a lot of the um fossil fuel burning problems with the environment, I think. I mean, the power has to get to the road, right? And transfers charges the battery somehow, I think. But in theory, I think it sounds like it might be absolutely fantastic. I wonder if Megan has heard about any of that because those folks at Irvine's are usually on top of that type of te- um, any news on uh, on that type of technology. Uh, Cole says they cannot fix roads now. Imagine adding technology like that. Jimmy says, "Oh yeah, that shouldn't cost too much." Can you imagine having to redo all the roads? Oh fuck. Arab says, who's paying for all that electricity? No idea. I have no clue. 
Um, Bob says, think of all the toll charges they'll put on those roads. Yeah, I imagine we'll pay for it. Absolutely. The savings will be passed along to us. Uh, still plenty of gravel and dirt roads too. Yeah, they won't even have this in Tennessee. That whole that the whole state's hillbilly. But I like the idea of it. I'd like to hear more. I mean, I imagine it would be all the major thoroughfares. So you you can picture um, all the major me- metropolitan areas, one or two of the roads being completely redone to have this technology in it. Got to get one under our belt. Maybe in our lifetime this will happen. But I, I, I'm impressed by the even theory that they can make it work. That would be awesome. Uh, Ryan writes, the car has batteries still. You just want to charge on those roads. Not a fan of the battery tech in these cars does more damage to the world than gas. Is that right? It does more damage to the world than gas? Because fuel is increasing the CO2, which increases the, uh, uh, you know, amount of, uh, it magnifies the sunlight, which warms up the planet. Uh, lithium mining, they're saying, that's bad uh, for the planet, but does that increase the temperature? I think that, the number one uh, goal is to get the temperature to stop running rampant. So if they they will do that at any cost. If that means mining lithium, um, environmental issues, be damned. Ryan adds, yeah, but they will just power the roads with coal. So what the fuck is the difference? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'd have to look at these statistics as to, uh, first of all, I don't know how they would power the roads. And um, so I I can't say. And I don't know if they did power the roads the same way you're describing, if that is even true, if it would equal out to burning, the having the same amount of emissions as millions of cars. That I don't know. You know, you see, the difference between me and all of you morons is that I actually say, I don't know. I'm not sure. But um, all of you jackasses, you then say, oh, yeah, well, this is will what will happen. This will take place. And you don't have any idea, Ryan. You have no clue at all how in this uh, uh, um, hypothesis that the roads would be powered. How do you know they'd be powering the roads with coal? That's a stupid comment. <laughs> he says, I have no idea. It's true. You pile of shit. Well, there you go. That's better. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like about Ryan. You can look him in the face and tell him he's a dumb fuck. And uh, he'll go, yeah, you're right. I don't have any clue what the fuck I'm talking about. And that's what makes me better than all of you, okay, is I will always say, I don't have any fucking idea. I'm just trying to make you laugh and think and cry. You ever hear fucking Greg when he does that shit? Oh, the motto for my show is laugh, think, cry. (laughs) Once a day, you got 
gotta laugh and think and cry. Shut the fuck up, you dumbass bald bitch. God damn, do you annoy me? I would love to beat that fucker's ass. Jesus. Talk about uh, Zuckerberg and Elon Musk getting into a fist fight. Did you hear this? I'll cover that in a second. But I would love to actually fight Greg. I can't even say I'd beat him. I just want to fucking fight him. We could do it in an actual televised event. We could do it a pay-per-view. We could do it. I don't give a shit how we do it. We can do it in the fucking Walmart parking lot. I don't care. I want to fight that guy. What a twat. Um, all right. Meanwhile, thank you to Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. You are the man. I owe you $130 for that visit the other day. 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. Turned my AC off last night. We're getting there. And you know what else I noticed? On my maple trees, they're turning color already. Oh, my God. I can't handle that. Uh, The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Get into a mortgage today. Uh, whether it's your first mortgage or your 10th, and from anywhere in the United States, Mario has you covered number one in America. Okay, that's right. On my podcast, America's number one mortgage specialist is a supporter. 231-332-6505. Call and find out why. Get pre-approved today with the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. And finally, Rick at TC Paintball. Holy shit. I finally found someone who's busier than I am. It's Rick, an absolute saint. Just started Little, little League again for the kids. Uh, if you want any, uh, to experience the fun of TC Paintball, reach out to them. Go to their website, tcpaintballgr.com. Uh, make contact, call, and say, yeah, I want to book an event. Everything must be booked. you got to schedule that stuff in advance. But an amazing business, so much fun at TC Paintball, a destination from anywhere in Michigan, Make a day of it. Go see Rick and the crew at TC Paintball. And all you need to do is just walk in and plop your cash down. It's going to cost you about 45 bucks, I think. Maybe 48 bucks um, to play. And there you go. You get the paint. You get the uh, gun. You get the mask. Everything. If you want to spend money on upgrades like armor or the, uh, or the uh, uh, more powerful bit of weaponry, you can do that. TC Paintball online at tcpaintballgr.com. Okay. Today's asshole of the day is brought to you by TC Paintball. Uh, Ryan nominates Tyler for spoiling a story. Uh, Okay. Nate says, you destroy him easy. Melt him with uh, cardio. Watch him give up. (laughs) Kick him straight in the dick. Yeah, I don't know how many uh, uh, assholes of the day we have. You know what? 
Uh, I'm not going to uh, give it to the story spoiler. Um, you had the white guys in that race fight in Mobile, Alabama. They could be um, the assholes of the day. Yeah, that's what I'll do. The white boaters in Alabama who got their asses kicked by the black people. Thank God. Uh, brought to you by TC Paintball. Alabama white boaters are your assholes of the day. Congratulations to them. Don't forget, uh, available on Patreon right now, the latest edition of Who Are These Free Beers? Oh, my God. It was a hilariously fun time. I have the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast is up from last week. Also, Who Are These Zanes is up. And this week, I will be having my first ever edition recording on Thursday with a live uh, podcast, live stream podcast, if you're a $10 a month member on Patreon. Who Are These Ottawa County Fascists? So sign up for one week right now, patreon.com slash Eric Zane, and you get a week of Patreon. You do have to put a payment form in there, and after one week, it will charge you. So if you just want to use it for a week and decide for yourself, think about it, uh, and decide if you want to contribute um, to audience-supported ad-free Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane, and I'll be on there in a few moments, uh, an hour. Uh, with today's Patreon bonus podcast, that is going to do it for me, though. And I thank you for being here. Have a good one, folks. Talk to you later on. Bye-bye.